hello, cleaning buddies. Welcome to the podcast. This is Zinlin, and today I want to ask you a question. Is your bathroom really clean? <laughs> so I did this for the bedroom, and I thought, you know, let's do it for the bathroom as well, because um, if you have listened to my speed clean, you've probably noticed there is a big glaring omission um, in the speed clean for the bathroom and that is there's no cleaning of the tub or shower that might be in your bathroom um that's not the only thing though there are some other things that you know we do need to discuss when it comes to cleaning the bathroom because the speed clean is just like it's more now with the bathroom it's a little bit more focused on cleaning what i say like i kind of do a differentiation between clutter and filth like filth is stuff that can actually make you sick it's actual dirt and it's stuff that needs to get taken care of most of the speed cleans are more focused on getting your clutter out of the way Um, but we do focus on trash we focus on cleaning surfaces and um, but it's all really quick okay so let's talk about some of the things that we may not be discussing and then I'm going to talk about a couple like different things you can use for cleaning stuff as well in this one. Um, kind of talking about what would be considered, um, you know, sometimes you just have time for a quick once over. That's fine. But sometimes periodically on some type of regular schedule in your bathroom, especially you do need to do a little bit deeper clean. So let's, dive into this. All right. So let's talk about floors first, because, um, I don't think I, I actually have seen, this is not a joke, but it was only a half bath though, but I have seen the bathroom that had carpet in it, but it's the only one I've ever seen. And it was a very weird person that they were related to me. They don't, they're not alive anymore, but I have seen carpet in a bathroom, so it's possible. Um, but I would say probably most bathrooms with a tub or shower do not have carpet. I was really surprised that bathroom had carpet because I mean, there was a toilet in there and what if it overflowed? Like, Ooh, can you imagine? Like you'd have to rip the carpet out. Anyway, let's not talk about that. (laughs) So most people are going to have a, just a regular floor. Um, most bathrooms, not all, I know some of y'all got some cheese and you just living it up. Um, there's some people on Amazon. If you look up swimming pools, they have big swimming pools in their bathrooms. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm totally not joking about that. I don't think they really have the bathroom in their swimming I mean, the pool in their swimming pool, but there are pictures of it on, did I say the pool in their swimming pool? The pool in their bathroom. But if you look on Amazon, there are a lot of pictures of people with kid pools in their bathrooms. Anyway. So... Um, yes, mostly I Swiffer my floor in the bathroom. I sweep it and then I Swiffer it, but I do occasionally. Now this depends once again on your bathroom. If your bathroom has, um, tile or some kind of other floor and it's right against, um, wood or sheetrocked walls, you have to be careful with what I'm about to say. The bathroom that I'm talking about, I actually have two bathrooms and they're, they're different. One is all tile and one is what I just said, tile floor against, um, wood 
baseboards and sheetrocked walls. So in the bathroom that has the tile, from time to time I will take a scrub brush and I will go right against the wall and the tile, like right in that crack, and I will scrub the crud out of it. And I do mean crud because like nasty stuff gets stuck in there. So, um, and then usually when I do that, I also scrub the floors as well. But what I'll do is I'll have the scrub brush and I'll scrub those corners, the, you know, the, where the tile and the floor meet. And then I will take a hot, um, rag, a rag with hot water and not soapy water because you don't want to be mixing chemicals because I'm already using a cleaner. I usually use the cling gel for my toilet, so I'm using bleach. Got to be very careful with which you mix with bleach. Oh my gosh, let me say that first off. Do not mix, like if you clean the inside of your toilet with bleach, do not use anything else on the out. You've got to be careful. Like you have to be careful with chemicals. You can create a gas that can kill you if you mix ammonia and bleach there's a gas that's created and it can kill you. And the thing is, unless you're sitting there reading the ingredients and you know every chemical name of bleach and you know every chemical name of ammonia and there's still other things you shouldn't mix, it's possible to mix those two chemicals and not even realize you're doing it. Like most, um, a lot of window sprays and glass cleaner, mirror cleaners are ammonia based. At least they used to be, maybe not so much anymore. Most bathroom cleaners, a lot of bathroom cleaners have bleach in them. You have to be careful. And a Clorox wipe, what we call Clorox, may not necessarily be bleach. Um, it depends on what, because there's like Lysol wipes, there's Clorox wipes, there's generic store wipes. So don't assume just because it's in that form that it's the same thing. Because they make mirror wipes too, and those probably have ammonia. Just be very careful. Um, do not mix cleaners. Um, if you're cleaning with one thing, make sure that it's dried before you clean with the other if you're not sure what, they're, what they consist of. Um, okay, so after having said that, so what I do after scrubbing the tile is I will take a hot rag and I will um, wipe that down, rinse the rag out as I go, you know, like doing a small area. Once I've done the perimeter of the room, I will usually take the same scrub brush since I'm already doing that that day. And since my bathroom's pretty small and I will actually scrub the whole floor on my hands and knees like Cinderella, I will scrub the whole floor. That is something I do probably every other month. I don't do it every month. I don't do, you know, cause lately I've been keeping up with my bathroom pretty well. Um, another place that a lot of people don't realize, and this would be something you could do at the same time if you're, if you do my little scrub the floor thing, um, and that is around the base of your toilet, behind your toilet, the little side where they have little bolts in there. Um, that's what that little round thing is covering up is the bolts where the toilet's bolted to the floor so that it doesn't rock all you pee. <laughs> I've been on a rocking toilet before and it wasn't supposed to rock, but anyway, um, so that's another area that you want to clean because a lot of times, especially if there are males in your house and even, I mean, look, bodies do weird things. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's just leave it at that. Sometimes pee can get down there. Let's just say that. Okay. So you want to clean that area. Um, I would say like if it's just a 
you know, if you've already done that, you scrubbed it really well one week, the next week, wipe it with a wipe. Don't, you know, that's fine. Um, I think everybody needs a toilet brush. Get one with a holder so you can leave it next to your toilet or you can put it in a cabinet, but get one with a holder. Like, don't just have a, ew, don't have a, ugh. Get a, your plunger needs a holder too. Like, don't leave a, you know what plungers have been touching. Like, don't leave that sitting on your bathroom floor. Get one with a holder. You can buy one on Amazon. It has a magnetic handle. It's awesome. It looks kind of cool. And also, I know there's no dew on my floor. Um, your toilet brush, same thing. Like, you don't want that just sitting on your floor. You want one with a holder. Dollar Tree sells a toilet brush and a holder for one single dollar. Um, it's not the best quality. You may have to use a glove and screw it back on every, <laughs> the head of it back on. Or you can use a disposable, the little Clorox brush with a disposable thing. Um, but to me, for your money, it's better to get some clean gel and just use that brush. Um, so anyway, that's, you do need to swish your toilet out every week, at least. Like, I think Fly Lady does it daily, but she just uses, like, shampoo. She puts, she has this thing and she keeps shampoo in it next to her toilet, and that's what she uses. Ew. But anyway. Um, and you can, like... You know, just for a general clean, you can, like, wipe down the walls of your shower and stuff with um, shampoo while you're in there. And, like, um, you know, just to... I wouldn't use, like, bar soap or anything that could leave a residue. But, um, and you don't want to use, like, like the kind of shampoo that I used when I did the bathroom um, in a recent episode was clarifying shampoo, which means it strips everything. So it's not going to leave any kind of residue. You don't want to use something that has like silicone in it or anything like that because it's going to leave residue on your shower walls. Um, but you also probably need a toothbrush, an old toothbrush, or they do make like little toothbrush cleaners um, to get around your faucets. That area gets a lot of really gross gunk. Um, if you have an aerator on your sink, you can brush that so that you don't get um, sometimes um, hard water stains or mineral deposits and things will build up on the aerator of your sink and um, it'll make your water come out weird like like splotchy I don't know that's just the best way I can describe it you can buy new aerators at Home Depot they're very cheap you can install them yourself it's very easy um, but if you um, there's something called CLR which gets rid of lime deposits calcium buildup and rust and um, you can put it in a shallow dish I don't, you might have to be careful. It might have to be glass. I don't know. Um, but you can hold that up to the aerator for a little while and it'll get those deposits off and then you, it, it should flow normally. And then after that, if you just kind of brush it every once in a while with your toothbrush. Not all bathroom sinks have that though, so mine doesn't. But if yours does, an option. Um, some bathtubs have it. Mine doesn't, but if yours does, that's another option. Um, but also around the faucets in your bathtub, your shower, um, you don't want to just not ever do that because. You know, also an option if you have like a bunch of tile in your bathroom, um, you know, they make different kinds of sprays for mold and mildew. You don't want to leave that black stuff in between the tiles, grout on your shower. You want to try to get that off. Um, but I have had a lot of luck with the toilet cling gel on a Dollar Tree scrub brush. Um, it's not something I do every week, um, but it's something I do on, you know, probably like once a month, any kind of stains that I see. Um, so there's really no, with the bathroom, it really depends on a lot of stuff. Once again, just like the bedroom, 
who all is using it? Are there a bunch of people using this bathroom? Then I would be cleaning it a lot more often because that's a lot of germs in there. Um, you know, very easy thing is just keep a bottle of Lysol and spray um, the faucet handles, the bathroom handles, the toilet handle, and the light switch daily. Very easy and will keep the germs down because you know they're, I mean, most people don't wash their hands before they flush and some people don't wash their hands at all, especially when they're at home. So there's a lot of germs going around depending on how many people are using it. Um, and that's really like the main thing with cleaning is how much use is it getting in by how many people that will determine how often you need to clean. Like you may want to do something with your house. Like if you have roommates or whatever, like everybody just does a thing where after you like take your shower, wipe everything down with a Clorox wipe, just like if you were at the gym and you're wiping down equipment. Um, you know, if it's a family home and everybody's related, I don't, it just seems different when it's like that, but, um, you know, so yeah, but your toilet. So let's talk about individual things in the bathroom. Cause I talked about the floor. So on a regular basis, I would just sweep and swiffer my floor. Um, another thing is if you're swiffering bathroom floors are very small, but when you've swiffered the bathroom floor, that pad needs to go in the trash. You do not need to use that pad anywhere else in your house. Your kitchen should always be cleaned with a, I know I'm getting off topic, but your kitchen should always be done with a clean swiffer pad. If you're doing a swiffer, um, other areas of your house or living room, different, they, that's kind of optional, but I'm always very, the bathroom, like I, if I do my living room, then yeah, I might go in my bathroom and clean the floor with the same Swiffer pad, but I'm not going to go from my bathroom to my living room. Do you understand? And then like, I'm not going to go from my, like if I do my kitchen, then I might do my, I don't, well, I don't think that that might be a good idea. Depends on if you let spills sit on your floor, but if I've done my kitchen, then yeah, I might do my my living room floor with that, but I'm not going to go from my bathroom to my kitchen. You know, that would be, and I don't know about that. Like, I don't think of the kitchen the same way as the bathroom, but I could see how, like if you had like egg or something like raw egg, you might be spreading some bad stuff. So maybe, maybe bathroom in the kitchen should keep their own little thing and make sure you throw it away. Um, but the toilet, you need to wipe the top of the toilet tank, the sides, um, just for dust that should be done on a daily basis. You really should close the toilet before you flush it. I don't know if you've ever heard this, but if you don't keep your toothbrushes covered, the stuff in your toilet, when you flush it, it actually droplets get airborne and, um, they can get on your toothbrush. I keep my toothbrushes covered, but, um, some people, and especially since I learned that, um, but if you close your toilet, when you flush it, you don't have to worry about that then you definitely have to make sure you really clean the inside of that lid because it's going to be throwing stuff up on that. So it's just, you know, now in my other bathroom, my toilet is quite far from the sink. Um, but in the bathroom that I'm in most of the time, it is right next to the sink. So yeah, it will throw stuff around. Um, again, I've already talked about like the bottom of the toilet and stuff like that. You should swish out the bowl, but you also need to wipe the seat top and bottom, the lid, top and bottom, um, go from the cleanest area to the dirtiest area in any room. Um, just like I was saying with it, like I could mop my living room and then go into the bathroom with the same mop, but I'm not going to go from the bathroom to the living room. So you don't want to wipe underneath the lid of the seat and then wipe the top of the seat. You want to do 
the, you know, the actual lid and then the top of the toilet seat and then the bottom of the toilet seat. So you want to go from the cleanest areas. And you may think that the top of the toilet seat is cleaner than the bottom of the toilet seat, but I challenge you, <laughs> that is not true. I promise you people's dry, clean butts are cleaner than the underneath of a toilet seat. It's nasty sometimes. Um, sinks, you know, wipe them out. Every once in a while, use the little toothbrush around the faucets and then the drain of the sink. Um, you might want to occasionally get a little, um, Dollar Tree has these little snakes where you can put them down the sink and pull out hair, and it's going to be really disgusting, but you'll be glad that you did it eventually. Um, kind of already talked about the tub. You know, you can just wipe it out. You can do the shampoo thing occasionally, but sometimes you want to get in there and you really want to scrub, and you want to scrub. You know, if you have the little corners where you can set, like, tooth, uh, not toothbrushes, oh, my gosh, uh, conditioner, shampoo, stuff like that, you got to pick those things up, and you got to get underneath them. Um, if you have a bath mat, you should be washing that once a week. Um, if it's, I mean, most, I'm pretty sure most of them you can launder. Um, the ones that have rubber on the back, sometimes you're not supposed to dry those because it'll mess it up and sometimes it really smell, but like they make some that, um, really don't slip, but they don't have the rubber on the bottom. Um, that's what I have. It's just all, um, cloth material, but I've never had problems with it slipping or anything like that. Um, your shower doors and things like that. Again, maybe another place to use your little toothbrush if there's any like gunk. If you have a shower that goes all the way down to the floor, um, those are really bad about getting mildew around the bottom. Um, I have like the sliding doors on my bathtub and I don't really have that problem as much. Um, there's a great spray called Clorox urine remover and that's a great thing to spray around your toilets. Again, it has peroxide in it, which is different from Clorox and ammonia. You do not want to be mixing these chemicals, so don't use them at the same time you're using other stuff. Um, once the stuff is dry, I guess it's okay, but I just, I really use a lot of caution with that. Um, but it eats enzymes, whatever this, like the stuff, if you've ever put peroxide on a cut and it's bubbled up, that's enzymes from your body that it's attacking. It does the same thing with pee and any kind of enzyme type stuff that might be in your shower. Um, so again, always be careful. Different chemicals react differently on other surfaces. So it all depends on what you have in there, but there you go. Um, and just think about stuff like, you know, if you have a hamper in there and it like plastic hamper, that's something that should be wiped down every once in a while. I wouldn't do it like weekly or anything, but you know, it could come in contact with gross stuff. Um, I have one of my hampers is actually like a canvas bag and we just throw it in the wash every once in a while. So, um, that's really what you want to, you know, I think that's the main talked about toilet floors. Um, the thing with the clean with me's or the speed cleans, you know, we're just going through really quickly and we're more focused on clutter. Even the bathroom is a little bit more focused on the filth, but we're still more focused on clutter, even when we're doing that for speed clean. Um, so, you know, as a general rule, I think the speed clean would be great to do three weeks out of the month, but one of those weeks, um, or maybe like one, like your floor, your toilet, your tub or shower, that's three things. Like maybe each one of those weeks you focus on some part of uh, wait, 
Okay, sink, tub, shower, floor. That's four, so there's your month. And each week, really focus on one thing or once a month, focus on the whole thing, really deep cleaning it. Um, I wouldn't say that about any other place in your house besides maybe some things in your kitchen, but I think that is very important for your bathroom. So um, a couple other really quick things. Let's talk about different things to clean with because I said I was going to do that at the beginning and I kind of got off track. So um, once again, don't take any of this advice if it messes something up in your house. Like I'm just telling you based on what I have, um, which is mostly like, you know, um, porcelain, enamel, coated, you know, things like that. Um, some of the stuff I don't even really know what it's made out of, but, um, you can like last week I wiped my whole bathroom down with Clorox wipes, like even the tub, everything. It was not the best clean by any means. Um, this week when I went in there, I wiped a lot of stuff down with Clorox wipes, but I scrubbed the inside of the toilet with a scouring thing. Um, trying to see if I could get the ring out of it. I, it didn't work, but that sca same scouring pad would be great in a bathtub to get, you know, any dead skin off or ring around the tub or whatever. Um, so you can use scouring pad, not like, not steel wool. That's different. That will leave scratches. Um, but scouring pad, the Mr. Clean type stuff, you can actually buy that off Amazon way cheaper. Um, but you do have to be careful with those because in certain surfaces, they can leave little scratches, which are later going to collect dirt. So you have to be careful with those. Um, but again, just like I said with the bedroom, a cleaning rag that you, you know, a clean one. And once again, you have to go from your cleanest areas to your dirtiest areas. So like if I was saying that in the bathroom, depending on, you know, just regular general use, not anybody that's had a virus or anything else, but, you know, cleaning your sink with a rag and then cleaning your bathtub with the rag and then going to your toilet, um, to me, that would probably, and I'm talking about rinsing it afterwards and using a cleaner on it. Um, that would be my like way of using the same cleaning stuff, but you could also have three, a rag you use for the toilet, a rag you use for the sink and a rag you use for the tub. If that, if you're worried about cross contamination or anything like that. Um, but just, this is a tip that my mom told me whenever I, she first taught me to clean the bathroom. She said, you know, um, like she actually, this is, you guys are going to freak out. I used to clean the inside of the toilet with a rag and my bare hand. And this is what she told me, which now I kind of feel a little bit different about it. But she said, every time you flush the toilet, clean water goes into the toilet. And that is true. So unless you see like a visible stain, you're not really touching anything gross. However, what she wasn't really thinking about is the germs from certain things do linger. So I don't recommend doing it with her bare hand, but just keep in mind every time somebody showers, you know, it's rinsing most of the stuff down the drain, you know, the sink, again, you're rinsing most stuff down the drain, the toilet, the most gross stuff is going down the toilet. Um, but if you do see any, especially with the toilet, visible stains, um, even if I'm using like a cleaning rag or something, if I see like actual pee, what I'll do a lot of times is, um, go and get a paper towel and use whatever cleaner and just wipe that off. And then on the rest of the surfaces where I don't see any visible stuff, I'll finish up with the rag that I was using. 
Um, but just keep in mind, like it's probably not as dirty as you think. And if you're cleaning it regularly, it's definitely not as dirty as some other people's houses when they, like if you were to say that you use the same thing and they're like, ew. Well, I mean, if you are keeping up with cleaning it, you know, if somebody says, ew, they're probably like the once every six months I look under the toilet seat type cleaners. Um, but anyway, I'm not saying, I mean, there's viruses and all kinds of stuff. People can be sick and you don't realize, you know, so, you know, it just depends. Some people are more germ phobe than other people. And, um, I've been cleaning toilets and bathrooms for my whole life, just about, and I've never, that I know of, I've never gotten sick from doing that. I've always gotten sick from being around sick people. So, um, but yeah, that's my... That's my everything I can think of with the bathroom that we haven't covered. Um, I'm trying to make sure. So anyway, if there's anything that you think I've missed or that I should add to this episode, I really, not being facetious, would love to hear what you have to say. So you can email me at cleaningbuddiespodcast at gmail.com. I hate when I say at because it sounds like the at in the email. Cleaningbuddiespodcast at gmail.com. Okay, guys, remember, you're only responsible for making the effort.